Kyrie Irving was redefined and his intentions reinterpreted to control his freedom of expression and masculinity, which has always been the strategy to enslave and to control. What is it to question someone's faith? Isn't it a matter of theology requiring an apologetic response? What is it to question someone's faith? Is it anti-Semitic? Probably when questioning a certain belief or faith, as faith and beliefs are questioned and attacked every day. But isn't this the modus operandi? I am Ronaldo McKenzie. Welcome to another episode of the Neoliberal Round Podcast. And with me is... Dante Nelson. And Dante, do you know what the topic is for today? I the can topic add, for today... The topic we will be discussing today is, what is it to question someone's faith? Is it anti-Semitic or a matter for theology requiring apologetics? What is it to question someone's faith? Is it anti-Semitic or a matter for theology requiring apologetics? Do you know what apologetics is? Yes, well, I would think... I talk about that in the episode today. And also explore a little bit about theology. But, of course, it's concerns Kyrie Irving. This is the Neil Podcast. Welcome. And please, do listen to the entire episode. It promises to be very insightful. finish let me start no i said but listen to the question i said what is it to question what is it what is it to question someone's faith or belief is it anti-semitic probably when questioning a certain belief or faith as faiths and beliefs are questioned and attacked every day but isn't this the modus operandi isn't it how we human beings operate and and have always operated and behaved as logical critical thinkers did we not go back and question whether or not the earth was round 
did we not question whether or not um, everything revolved around the earth? The center, the earth was the center of the universe. Did we not do that at one time? And what did we do with some of these people? We burned them to the stake. Some of them, some of them had to offer apology. This is how our, um, he have to apology. He just offered an apology like late last night. Apologizing. But for being for but for what? Now this is important. Stephen A. Smith said in in, in a clip in, in a clip that we are about to we are about to play. Oh in in fact I should play the clip, but he said on this clip that we're about to play on his show, ESPN first take, that Kyrie doesn't have the right or shouldn't question someone's faith or belief. But why is that so? Why is that so? When did we come to a point to not want to question another's faith when this is done every day between and among faiths? Let's listen to the, uh, let's listen to the tape. Let's listen to Stephen A. Smith real quickly. Some Orthodox Christians would call uh, the Jehovah's Witness a cult. 
and of course Jehovah Witnesses would, would object to that and call that insulting but they are not asking for an apology because that's understood okay now uh, I mean it is a different saying that Kyrie Irving cannot he can only speak about basketball but he cannot have a mind a mind that you first of all nothing is wrong with having with questioning somebody else's faith and question what is wrong with that I don't understand something is wrong with that you can question the Jew, the Muslim faith, but you can't question the Christian faith. You can question African faith and tradition, but you can't question the Jewish faith. That's anti-Semitic. That's that. You know, that's we're becoming so hypersensitive. Some of these groups. What we have done, we have created a system, and okay, where people cannot that that limits freedom of expression and and speech. And we are going after the man because you know society hates him. Society hates him, he's trouble. But I don't I mean I believe that this is absolutely ridiculous. That was earlier actually respond while I was responding to uh, 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 responding to Stephen A. Smith comment but let me let me let me repeat this let me repeat this and make this point again from the clip that I, from the clip that I had just played I said I had said that Stephen A. Smith said in this clip on this show ESPN first take that Kyrie doesn't have the right or shouldn't question someone's faith or belief but why is that so when did become when did we come to a point to not want to question another's faith when this is done every day between and among, and among faiths the orthodox the orthodox christian faith call the jehovah's witnesses cults meaning again and i'm repeating myself here but i want you to understand this they call the jehovah witnesses cults meaning they are a group claiming to be christians but deny the essential tenets of the faith and what am I talking about when they deny the essential tenets of the faith? You, if you study, th- and uh, just so you know, for those of us who know, I am an ordained minister, and I, w- I was a Presbyterian minister, and uh, and um, and I studied theology. My my first passion was theology, and uh, for years I studied theology, and I grew up in the church. So, and I studied world religion, and I taught theology, and this one particular issue. You will learn this, and this is very important as I bring this point up about Christianity. Because there is Christianity and then there is Christianity. You have those who, you have the, you have those who are considered to be the Orthodox Christian faith. Those who subscribe to the teaching of Jesus Christ as being Lord and Savior. And even within the Christian faith, there are denominations. Those who are Protestants, those who are Trinitarians, those who are Pentecostal, those who don't believe in the Trinity of the Godhead, but they're still considered part of the Orthodox Christian faith, not as cults. And of course, there is the occult, okay, which is more on the dark side of cult, which, okay, which is the more the extreme side of the cult. But and that is, but that is according to Christian theology, but Orthodox Christian theology, where they, where they have categorized Christianity within the Orthodox faith, and of course there is Catholicism, and then there is Protestant, 
baptism and even within the Protestant church they have the Presbyterians, the Baptists, so on and so forth. Okay? So um but so but so within the Orthodox Christian faith, the Orthodox Christian faith called the Jehovah Witnesses cult, meaning a group claiming to be Christians but deny the essential tenets of the Christian faith. Moreover, moreover, I had said earlier that Tom Cruise was seen as weird for joining the Church of Scientology and many castigated and lambast and, and, and even beyond that, many castigated and lambast the Muslim faith as terrorists. And, the, and so some people go as far as to, 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 to and even after 9-11, they've tried to blow up um, some of the, they, there was a lot of attack against Muslims and so on and so forth. So, and, but the, 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 the point out here is that the question, this questioning faith is a normal part of the exchanges that occur to arrive at truth. By the way, earlier Stephen A. Smith said that he believes that um, God, uh, Adam and Eve was black. I couldn't care less whether or Adam or Eve was black. That doesn't make any, that does not affect the price of pork. But I don't eat red meat, so let's say chicken. Okay. That is neither here nor there. The fact that, listen. I have said, what is the ultimate of all things? The ultimate of all things is that we become one with reality, with all of our individuality. That doesn't mean that we're not going to have lively debates. That doesn't mean that you're not going to challenge me. That but, that, but I should not privilege my... What I am against is privilege and position. Privileging one and, and proselytizing, yes? And forcing your way over another way. Be, and, and practicing ethnocentrism and believing, as, and believing that your way is better than the other way. Although right now I am making a point as if my argument is better than another argument. But it's an argument. You, doesn't have, you do have to buy that argument. And, um, and, 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 and of course, people shouldn't have to apologize for things that they feel strongly about. Um, in a partic- uh, but, if they, um, but if they create hurt, that's a different matter. And I believe in sisterhood and brotherhood. I don't believe that we should hurt people, but I'm telling you, people aren't responsible for other people's feelings. People have different positions and build up certain walls in their lives. And if you and Kahi and, and Descartes talks about Kohito Egusum, the only reality and truth that we are aware of is our own reality. I can I'll, I'll have to add so 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 the question so the question questioning faith is a normal part of the exchanges that occur to arrive at truth or personal faith and theologians defend their faith through what is known as apologetics. Apologetics. Apologetics, again, is the use of logic to defend the faith. The apologists who must offer a... The apologist is is who must offer a credible response to Kyrie. Not demanding apology but engaging in apologetics. However, we have become, we have become so sensitive and hypocritical or pharisaical. Kyrie can only speak basketball as if he's livestock, but he cannot challenge and critique history. Only the privileged must do so. We therefore stifle and attack his freedoms of expression and speech Forcing an apology for what the ADL said caused hurt. But as I said, we are told in psychology that people are not responsible. People are not responsible for others' feelings. 
because people are different and respond to stimuli differently. And therefore, as a way to mitigate conflict, we use what is known as I messages so as to not blame based on this fact. Yet, the NBA and the media and others are forcing an apology that blames Kyrie for causing grief as if he has that power to do so and requiring him to do what others are not asked to do, which then appears to be a matter of Phariseeicalism. However, as good people who promote life and peace, we should seek to facilitate brotherhood and sisterhood. Nevertheless, we should not deny somebody's critical thinking and freedom of expression by redefining their expression as foreign and anti-anything to control their masculinity and individuality, which others are freely able to flaunt. The issue of questioning the Jews, the Jews' origin and experience, so long as it is not full of hate, is a matter of theology requiring and an apologetic response. The issue of question again, the issue of questioning the Jews or the Jews' origin and experience, so long as it is not full of hate is a matter of theology requiring an apologetic response. But I say to you, what they have done is that they have, what they have done, they have, the same thing they did with slaves, they continue to do. They redefine slaves as having a different identity as being not human beings in order for them to justify enslaving a whole race of people. So what they're doing, they're redefining Kyrie Irving's expression and reinterpreting his position as anti-Semitic in order to control him. And that they have done because they were able to pull an apology out of him. This is the Nearly Burrow Podcast. We'll be right back after this. my responsibility for posting that some things that were questionable in there untrue like i said in the first time you guys asked me when i was sitting on that stage i don't believe everything that everybody posts it's a documentary so i take my responsibility wanted to hear the word i apologize or in your mind you said i didn't mean to cause any harm were you apologizing or not i didn't mean to cause any harm i'm not the one that made the documentary I think uh, some of the criticism of the Jewish faith in the community, for sure. Some points made in there that were uh, unfortunate. Kyrie, are you surprised that you did hurt people? Uh, surprised that I did hurt people? Are you surprised that reaction, some of the things that you did hurt people? Yeah, I, I think I can ask a better question. It's just, where were you when I was uh, a kid? figuring out that uh, 300 million of my ancestors are buried in America. That was Kyrie Irving. 
what what is it to question someone's faith? I mean, does it make you anti-Semitic? Yeah, well, in a sense, like, it's all... I mean, I mean Stephen A. Smith does not know what he's talking about. He said you cannot go around, you can't go around questioning people. Of course, people go around questioning people's faith. People go around questioning people's race and whether or not they were born in America. Okay, people go around doing that and is that a big deal? They don't have to apologize for that. But, okay, people go around saying that black people are less than human beings and treat them and continue to treat them whether through de facto factors or de jure factors as less than human beings. It uh, is a system, system, systemic. You look at, you study ho- household, um, household values. I mean, household um, uh, uh, worth, uh, the value of, of real estate value in terms of by race. Well, I went, to, I went in an appraiser who ninety percent of appraisers are Caucasian, and I, of course, I, I was part of a, 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 some research group of professionals and academics. We who we were looking at surveyors and 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 and. and Praises and and the discrimination and the racial makeup and what goes on there and how it is it's about ninety percent or over ninety percent of their praises are are, are are Caucasian and when they go to appraise certain house what certain houses it is a praise it, it is it is a praise based on race okay but even be, so even to today and you find that in the systems in systems how this continues but the point the fact of the matter is. And even within faith, I said earlier, I, I say to you, it is not a matter of, it is not a matter of se- being Semitic or anti-Semitic. It has nothing to do with that. It is a matter of apologetics. Okay? Here is a young man that is questioning the Jewish faith and the Jewish people. Now, the Jewish people, how do they respond? By calling him, oh, he's an anti-Semitic, he's a Jewish hater. Because he questioned their faith. Because, I mean, because he, he's using his... He's been a critical thinker. No, he can't do that. He's, other people, maybe other academics can, but no, he's a basketball star. He should, he, should, he should stick to that. I mean, because he questioned someone else's faith. What is wrong with that? People, Christ, denominations do that every day. They have debates. The Rastafarians. So wait, no, like wait, no, author, the people question cap. Uh, the po- Protestant, the, po- the Protestant, Protestants are the Protestant faith. Protestants are and question and challenge and castigate and lambast Catholics, and the Catholics do the same of Protestants, and of, of course and the Evangelicals and the and the Charismatics. They go around lambasting each other, okay, but they but and insulting one another, but they don't apologize. Because it is a mat- it's a competition in one sense. He said he's what? He's 30 years old, right? He said when he got to that age, he, he never knew that reading <laughs> would be so important. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. And I agree with, with him. And I agree with him. It was because, broke. Because so I agree with his him. His response. It's quite laughable. And, um, 
But let me let me make this point. Though. The individual got offended. And, you it's, know, it's quite it's getting big. I said in, in a podcast yesterday. There are some people who believe that it, whatever somebody believes is racist, is racist. But they believe anti-Semitic. It's just as though that new law that they just came out, banning um, critical race theory in school in Florida. I mean, banning thing. So if if people, anything that you teach and you feel as though, and you feel hurt about it, then you shouldn't teach it in the classroom. Because Florida passed a ban teaching any uh, te- teaching critical race theory, teaching any kind of history that make um, um, children. Of, of the past or uh, of their ancestors feel hurt about the, the, of the, the past or something of the sort but I mean it, it's quite it's quite interesting what's going on it's it is as if it is I tell you it is, it is an issue of it is an issue of pharisaicalism it is a It's an issue of privilege because some people get to do some things, but others can't. I mean, uh, uh, the basketball a basketball star cannot have an academic and a critical mind to be able, okay, to make a statement that challenges someone's belief without it being seen as anti-Semitic. Okay, even I mean, there are people who believe that the Holocaust didn't happen. That's a historical. That's a historical fact that the Holocaust did happen. Now, how it happened and so on, and there are people who are questioning that fact, as if people are questioning, as if people went back and questioned whether or not the earth was round, or whether or not it's flat, or whether or not people do that all the time. But the fact of the matter is some people can't do that, and there are some people you can't do that around. Like, say, for example, some people are very high, hypersensitive, people are still dealing with issues of the past. So for some people, it creates hurt because you are, you are, so in a sense, there are those, now, if, if you say that he's being insensitive, that's one sense. If you say that with his with his challenge of the faith, that is one thing. I, yeah, I can I can understand that if you say that he's been insensitive. But if you say he's been anti-Semitic, then that's that's ridiculous. That makes no sense. Okay. And okay, because and I say that's an issue of that's an apologetic issue. Apologetics. Well, I, okay? I was saying that he wasn't woke by. <laughs> By responding like the way he did, I believe. By he, responding listen, the way he did, and then he just and threw everything. He responded. He only had that on pres- him. Like it would just. It's 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 he, something negative. He only had. He only had that press conference because yes. he was he wanted to appease. Okay, his detractors, and to probably maybe try and stop the bleeding. And I don't think he cared about the bleeding. People, you know, earlier um, Kyrie, uh, Stephen Smith talked about he's losing all that money and whatever and how he's dumb. He's not, you know, Stephen A. Smith is looking to be the fool here because he is not thinking about money. He has made, he's already made the money and so on and so forth. He is doing something else for him. He's, he does not, he, the impact that he is making is not just about making money. Okay? He is now on this world stage. So now he's. Make, now he can make a difference. He's now he cannot. If it's about money, then he cannot make the kind of impact that he what he that he's. I'm telling you, if you make your life and your career about money, and I, we all need money to survive, but if you make it about money, then you can't do the thing you do. I have an I have an I have an independent show. I have an independent book. I have an independent company. Okay, and I'm able to do and say the things that I can say. Okay, because I no one paid me. Okay. 
I pay myself. No one pays me. I pay myself. But and when okay, and when you are able to do that, then you uh, and the thing is, and that's the problem. That's the issue. But the thing is. Uh, uh, he's able to do what he he has found a level of independence and independence that has always dogged certain people his people black and brown people in the world and they are okay and and the thing is we live in and this is very important it is a do as I say but not as I do some people get to do and say things but others can't and when they say it it is viewed in a different light they okay they, what he's doing, they say, oh, that is anti-Semitic. If other person had done it, probably something else. And the Jews are saying that they feel hurt. Just so you know, people, if you, if you study psychology, they talk about using iMessages. iMessages, what are iMessages? iMessages is, to, to first, is a strategy in communication that helps to evade and minimize conflict and communication. It is a recognition that people aren't responsible. Other people are responsible for how you feel. You are responsible for how you feel, okay? But there are other things that there are external stimuli that create stim that creates a trigger based on how you view and see things. Okay, so people aren't necessarily responsible for you and how you feel. That is what we learn in, in psychology. That's what yeah. they teach you in iMessages. Okay, so if the, if people feel hurt by what he has done, it is because of the wars and how they are viewing things. Okay, and how they are putting it. So I mean, so it's 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 a two-way street. But people have become so hypersensitive and, be- and, and become and are not into their feelings that they're not looking at things macroscopically, looking at things how we have always, how people, how people have always, old time, people have always spoken, talked about things. You know, we've forgotten about those. This is the Neil Burrow Podcast. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Neoliberal Round podcast. Continue to support us at https colon forward slash forward slash anchor.fm slash the neoliberal slash support and subscribe to the show on any stream. We are now available on the audio, on the audible. Of course, in addition to Amazon Music, um, Radio Public, Spotify, anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts, so on and so forth. And uh, please visit us at www.theneoliberal.com I, um, for more about the Neoliberal Corporation, our solutions, access to the books, and other resources and material. I'm Ronaldo McKenzie. And again, it was a pleasure to have you for the show. Send us a feedback. This show was produced by Ronaldo McKenzie and, of course, Dante Nelson. Nelson. And the neoliberal corporation is serving the world today to solve tomorrow's challenges as we make popular what was the monopoly. What good? <laughs>